Welcome to Cannabinards. Today we're talking about cannabis benefits for men, cannabis benefits for women, and we're even going to discuss mixing it up with sex and cannabis. Thanks for listening. A little bit more. There's a whole bunch of stuff I found about how specific cannabinoids help with certain hormones and the production and all that kind of stuff, but I want to move that into the back burner. Yeah. And I want to talk about the juicy stuff. Let's get juicy. This episode is brought to you by TheHempJar.com. You know, CBD oil is everywhere. Gas stations, pillows, I've even seen it on pizza. It's hard to figure out where to start or what's even good. Neuroscientists and doctors are discovering that the more compounds in hemp or oil products, the more synergistic balance one can obtain. That's why products from the hemp jar contain every natural compound about 480, not just the handful that common CBD oil provides. TheHempJar.com delivers the whole genetic code of the plant and delivers it right to your front door. Feel the difference by going to TheHempJar.com and entering in promo code CANNABINERDS10 for 10% off any order. Every natural compound giving the most relief for you and your wallet. TheHempJar.com, in its most natural form. Are you using your stylus with your cell phone? Yeah. <laughs> I do that at work, too. You're a nerd. I feel like... A nerd? No, I feel like I'm doing something important. Like you're... So, okay, if you're looking at someone and they're on their phone, heads down, and they're just scrolling with their thumb, as opposed to someone who has the phone in one hand and a stylus in the other, and they're just like tapping and going around, what looks more professional? Okay, yeah. Your point is taken. I I agree. <laughs> I would think, oh, he's important. Exactly. If back in the day when everybody had their flip phones and then someone pulled out their BlackBerry and started tap, tap, tapping on no, those keys it was, and you yeah. knew they were important because they had a BlackBerry. No, but they, they remember the Palm Pilots when they first came out back in like 98? That's when I first saw one was 1998. The Palm Pilots, they were, I don't know, the size of an iPad mini and... It was basically Windows 95 running on it. I I don't know. It's all the tech people are going to be like, you guys are stupid. But mm. no, you can yeah, run a computer on it. You don't. Oh, okay. Those, I thought I was super jealous of people who had them. I was like, those are sweet. But now, hey, it's like several over a decade later. And um, now you have one. Now I have an iPad. I'm sure it runs a little better. So it's kind of fun. What was, uh, okay, we, had, we have a daughter, right? And she was, she has some things with her feet. So we said, hey, use some hemp cream. She did not want to use hemp cream. She's like, I'd rather go to the store and get some, something there. Yeah. And we said, what's the difference? And she said, well, because this one comes from a store and the hemp cream comes, <laughs> comes from, from a factory. factory. <laughs> We're like, where do you think that comes from? Yeah, she she just lost. She was just trying to be. She was just a teenager arguing. I'm just yeah. My whole point in this 
is just the logic behind that doesn't is that valid is that logic no. valid no even uh valid is not a great word is that logic um forecasted in even to how we think of cbd right now i don't think so no mm -mm. okay I was, it was just a, it was a fair question i tend to think of the things that i see in a store like mm -hmm. even if i go to natural grocers and i do trust and you know we've said that we, we go to that grocery store but even when i go there i'd rather not buy a big brand of a cbd yeah i'd rather find more of like an independent company why i don't know I, I don't know why. Maybe because I equate it with like a step above gas station stuff or I don't know. So you prefer a mom and pop company basically is what you're saying. Like a local or something. I mean, just Lo try and okay, find... Okay, that's what I was... That was the words I was trying to find. Local. But the thing is, natural grocers would have local stuff. They have local stuff in there. Yeah, it's like uh, Whole Foods. They have nothing but local, basically. No? no? Sorry. Right. You... Worked at Whole Foods, so you would know. I have never worked at Whole Foods, but so I don't know. Yeah, they labeled things that were local. I mean, they every store tried to have a few of, you know, at least a few local things. But, I mean, it's a big chain. It has... Standard. Yeah. Standard. But it has high standards. Hello, 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 everybody. I am David. I have Rachel over here. That makes this Cannabinerds. Thank you for joining us. Rachel, how's it going today? It's going good. Excited yeah. to dive into some fun topics tonight. You know, Cannabinerds is a place where you can actually use your phone, your stylus, with your phone and not be judged. It's great. We should actually get some Cannabinerds styluses. Well, I will be honest that earlier when you were using your stylus, I did judge you. But you have explained to me. I've enlightened. You've enlightened me. And now I will not judge. Right. I mean, I'll get you a stylus so you can try it and your okay. your mind will be blown. But then the problem is I'm going to lose the stylus. I'm I'm not like you. You're so good at holding on to things and keeping them in their and proper it keep, places. It keeps the smudges off. Your mom keeps the smudges off. Oh, my God. The counter when she wipes it down. <laughs> you know, I just want to say... First of all, we are not doctors. We're not scientists. Uh, we're going to go into some stuff that I find really fascinating. Rachel finds it's a passion. But prerequisite, we're not doctors. We're not scientists. We are just researchers who nerd out over cannabis, studies, sex, all that stuff. So, Styluses. another warning that this might be NSFW. I mean, we're not going to be crazy vulgar, but it's... There's going to be some talk about sex. Heck yeah. So let's dive into it, so to speak. You had the idea that you would research some benefits of cannabis for men. Mm -hmm. And then I would research some benefits of cannabis for women. Yes. And then we would join Taylor. So should we start with that? Sure. You want to go with the men first? Yes. You know, so CBD benefits for men really include a lot of what we hear about CBD in general, right? Okay. Stuff like pain management, inflammation, reducing stress. It may reduce anxiety and depression. It may alleviate cancer-related symptoms, neuroprotectants, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Diving in a little bit deeper, though, 
Uh, one thing that I did find out is heart health. We have a major problem with obesity here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I found that was interesting. A recent study, uh, nine men took one dose of 600 milligrams of CBD oil and found they each reduced resting blood pressure compared to the placebo. So nine people taking CBD. That's... Their their resting heartbeat was down compared to people who took a placebo, quote unquote, CBD. So is that like 100% of the people that took the CBD, their... Yeah, the nine, the nine men rate. who took it, all of them. Sweet. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. You know, stress and anxiety, stress and anti-anxiety properties of CBD are believed by researchers to be responsible specifically for that. So kind of goes back a lot of it. So if you're talking about pain and CBD, that really goes back to the anti-inflammatory properties that cannabis provides. Yeah. And even in mm-hmm. CBD as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these new studies that come out, it always roots back to one of the major things. Inflammation is huge yes. with CBD and even cannabis in general. So a lot of these studies go back to that. Well, I think to me, yeah, a lot of this is going to be obvious. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of the things I found too were like, yeah, duh. However, people might be thinking, oh, I don't have a disease. I don't have chronic pain all the time. But when they hear this and realize, oh, yeah, I do have these moments and instead of turning to things like Tylenol or whatever, Mm -hmm. I could try this and, you know, see if it helps. So I think it's just kind of giving other people ideas like, Hey, it can help with this in these situations as well. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. CBD and cannabis in general may have an impact with hormones. I am interested to hear about that. It's interesting. Preliminary. Again, I'm not a scientist or anything. I'm just researching, but Hormones. Very interesting. Hormones come from, if you remember in high school science, the... Endocrine system? The endocrine system. You're right. You're right. So hormones are basically chemical messengers, right? That relay bodily processes like growth and development, metabolism, appetite, sexual function, reproduction, Mm -hmm. mood, all about sex, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, and the endocrine system is where these hormones really dwell and thrive in and That's really the, exist, yeah. so to speak. That's what that system is, is so, like the different hormones. Yeah, absolutely. So how does CBD and cannabis affect hormones? Basically, the endocannabinoid system is this balancing act system in your body that goes into subsystems and all that. So we have CB, uh, cannabinoid 1 and cannabinoid 2 receptors throughout the body in the endocannabinoid system that produces natural endocannabinoids like anatomine, 2-AG, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what happens is um, cannabis can act as a uh, substitute or they really mimic what natural endocannabinoids do and they really help with stuff like pain chronic pain inflammation we've heard it all Mm -hmm. so how does this act or interact with the endocrine system is super fascinating so studies have shown the endocannabinoid system is also involved in managing processes by activating receptors in the brain and the body that directly influence the thyroid pineal and pituitary glands there's even cb2 receptors in the in the reproductive reproductive in male and female oh okay penis and vagina okay i didn't know if you were referring to one or the other no both 
let's move on. We're going to get back to that. Okay. Probably when we wrap this all up. I, I'm trying to speed through this because there's a lot I found out. And I just kind of... No, we can talk about it later. But I'll talk about it now. Anyway, sperm count. <laughs> I know you always wanted to talk about sperm count. It's one thing that you do hear about. I mean, the old thing that people talked about was yeah what did you tell me what did you hear everybody said if you smoke too much marijuana your sperm count would go down i could see that oh every i mean that's all you heard when you were a kid growing up i mean Mm -hmm. that when we were children that was the the big thing that people that's why one of the reasons one of the 10 million reasons you don't smoke pot was because your sperm you're going to become impotent or is that the right word but then kids in like high school were like sweet i don't want to have kids anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know, whatever. Okay, so there's this study. It's all about studies today, right? So here's another study. 662 men. They all walk into this clinic, right? All right. Sounds is like a good joke, a right? one of blonde, mm. a redhead, and a brunette? No, one of them is a Jew. The other one is a preacher. A and priest. Cat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm not going to go through the 662 different kinds of uh, okay. religious men anyway. So, okay, so... 55% of these 662 men smoked weed at one point or another in time. And out of that 55%, 44% no longer used, and 11% currently smoked cannabis at the time. Okay. All right. So they all come in, they do their deed, and they walk out. Okay. But um. <laughs> no, okay. I totally so, missed that for a second. Yeah, I, I don't know why I did that. Okay, so... <laughs> So we have 662 semen samples, correct? So looking at these semen samples, the men who had used cannabis had higher sperm counts than those who didn't, such as 62.7 million sperm count. Okay. Versus? 45.4 million to those who didn't smoke. And those are the ones that never had in their life or? Correct. Okay. So what about this 11% of the people that still smoked cannabis do they find that out whether um i don't know okay it was just the people who smoked weed they didn't or say had. if it was currently or had one of the 50 i think it was grouped together yeah okay. yeah so out of um so only five percent of cannabis smokers had sperm concentrations below 15 million spm it's my new coin phrase you know what spm means tell me we're gonna use it later it's called uh, sperm per millimeter technical term <laughs> So okay. Millimeter or milliliter? Milliliter. That's what okay, I said. You right? said millimeter. Oof. Because I was like, how are they measuring a millimeter of sperm? <laughs> get a or ruler of semen. <laughs> so 5% of cannabis smokers had sperm concentrations below 15 million sperm per milliliter. Uh, the threshold for normal sperm concentration is that 15 million. That's like the threshold, the lowest for normal. So, get this, 12% of non-smokers had concentrations at this level. So, there was less cannabis smokers who had a low sperm count as opposed to the non-smokers who had a less sperm count. Does that make sense? Yep. I, I think I'm following. So, we're just saying the same thing in a different way. And the researchers who said that um, it was basically... Yes, you were right when we were originally saying this. If you smoke a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, yes, you. there's studies that show it does decrease your sperm count. Yeah. But the moderate, it actually helps. And I think even though there's more research that has to be done about this, I personally think that has to do with the endocannabinoid system 
Yeah, that would make sense. And everything just being in moderation. There are CB2 cannabinoid 2 receptors in your parts. Yeah. So, so, I mean, if, so if you were having some cannabinoid... If it's, it balances it's out your body. Similar, I mean, I, I think to the whole wine and antioxidants thing where, you know, wine in moderation... Mm-hmm. Totally. be high in antioxidants but if you become an alcoholic that's going to cause a whole slew of other problems you know so i think it kind of is similar where it just shows that some of these things these things are here for a reason on this earth mm-hmm. and if we just could stop abusing it and <laughs> taking it to the nth degree we could be a bit healthier right and that comes with a bunch of caveats you know we're in this midst of a. Uh... The government trying to figure out what they're doing, the DEA getting testing and the FDA trying to get research, all this kind of stuff. And yeah. It's I just a big... We're just going to keep seeing more and more studies coming out until mm-hmm. finally someone's like, okay, let's make this official and test oh, You it. would hope so. Yeah. You would hope so. Absolutely. You know, another study had similar findings to all this that... Um, just one last note. Yeah. Another study had similar findings that cannabis users tended to have higher blood testosterone levels yeah yeah. you just don't associate the feeling that you get from cannabis mm-hmm. like the relax everything with what you hear about testosterone you know testosterone is kind of like the well i guess how i picture it is kind of the the essence of manliness man and yeah like, and, and energy and virility and all this stuff but here's the thing that i found interesting you don't have a problem with too much testosterone that I at least hear from the media and the radio, right? You have, I hear commercials of low T. Yeah. And there's clinics for low T and it's becoming a normalized natural thing that low T is a possibility like male uh, pattern baldness. That shouldn't necessarily be the case in my opinion. I think having something like this where it regulates your body, how cannabis regulates your endocannabinoid system which regulates your body into a natural homeostasis yeah if you are going to have low testosterone from all the toxins that we eat and the energy drinks that we drink and all that kind of stuff that we put into our body then yes someone who moderately would have cannabis in one form or another hemp cannabis smoking pot having hemp paste, taking CBD oil, all that, it was going to help them regulate and balance back. So if they're having a low T from all these toxins we put in our body, mm-hmm. then that cannabis would even it out and yeah. bring it back. That That's my sense. opinion. And I do think though in that, I don't know if they've isolated which cannabinoids are more beneficial in that. So I think in general, for me, trying to get as much of the whole plant as possible, mm-hmm. you know, as far as whatever cannabis products I'm using. I would say I and like you, I was having a hard time finding much information as far as how different cannabinoids and how cannabis in general affects women specifically. And it kind of goes to what this plant already does, you know, Mm -hmm. the anti-inflammatory, but just to kind of remind people of some of the things that women deal with. Did you find at least one that was crazy and like, well, I found an interesting one and it didn't have to do with male or female, even though it was in an article about, tell me about it. I'm interested. they, They were talking about the benefits of juicing 
cannabis like just taking oh, really? the plant and juicing it i've heard like that th- throwing it in your juice and i was like huh that would make so much sense i mean i think it's an expensive cocktail but well you know it makes me think if you were to grow your own mm-hmm. which you, everybody should those do. fan leaves and stuff you're not you're not using that in the final product that you smoke or whatever you everything you take with the, the flower. flower yeah yeah so I'm, I'm wondering if you could juice those things and still get some of those benefits like, mm-hmm. with other stuff you know if you threw it in with your kale and pears and what i don't know whatever else it's widely known that cannabis hemp marijuana it's a it's a superfood yeah if you exactly. don't decarboxylate it you have but those. i just never thought of the juicing and i was like that could be really delicious because i've Maybe some eaten carrots. some of just the fan leaves and they have mm-hmm. a good flavor i mean i've thought about just throwing it taste in like? my salad i don't know does it taste like pot very mildly but fresh and almost mm. like you know how arugula has a little bit of a flavor it's kind of that i would say you know what i think of arugula I think of those 1950 cartoons of like uh, Volkswagen going like, Arugula. Oh, this. <laughs> Except it's like, Arugula. Sorry. Okay. So next go time for I buy it. Arugula, that's how you're going to say it. <laughs> Sorry. So I thought it. that was a cut. just a fun one. It had nothing to do with male or female, but it was just another creative way of using excess cannabis instead of throwing away the fan leaves. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, that's I great. don't know. Uh, I would say the biggest one I saw as you can probably guess, is menstrual yeah. issues. Mm-hmm. However, I thought something that was interesting was when the earliest documented use of cannabis for women was in Mesopotamia. Really? Yeah, and it was, they'd mix cannabis and mint and saffron and use it for menstrual sy- symptoms. So I don't know if they'd make just a balm or tincture or something. I don't know if they took it internally or what. Well, How- okay, mint and saffron. I know mint, you... you you could either do it topically or orally, you know, mint. But mm-hmm. what about saffron? I would it? say saffron would be more of internal. Okay, so more than likely. Saffron's very yellow, too. It would be a, an internal use. That's what I'm thinking. However, okay. then the next they found was in ancient texts in China, Persia, Syria, and Israel, Pakistan. Okay. Actually, Palestine, sorry. It was... So they... They found in these texts that it was actually recommended that women use cannabis for their menstrual symptoms. Obviously, probably not in those words, but you know how they doctors would write down and keep mm-hmm. note of things and pass it along. That when it is found. that time of the month, yes. thou must have yes. the saffron of Separate, yellow and English. the mint of green and the cannabis. That's offensive. You're saying that they all spoke English? <laughs> <laughs> well, you um, said in that no, way. No, they did. Okay. In Europe, in ancient Europe, it was ground up with honey and applied vaginally, like intravaginally, to okay. help with childbirth pain and contractions. Interesting. And then even in the 1800s, Queen Victoria was using cannabis tinctures during PMS. And then, and the list just goes on. I mean, it was just kind of fun hearing these women that... I'm sorry, you, you, you lost me at honey? Inside of the vagina. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I can't stand it when I have to close the honey um, container, the little cap, when the kids leave it out, because it is just riddled with honey, and I'm sticky, and I hate being sticky. But here's a fun fact about vaginas. Okay. They're self-cleaning, so they clean themselves out. And a child is going to be born through that canal. I'm sure that there's not going to be a whole lot of honey left over. (laughs) Honeyhead kids. I don't know. Bears love honey and kids. <laughs> Brian Regan? Yes. <laughs> so, yes, PMS, you can use it 
externally. I do know. I oh, do, my giddy aunt. I, do, <laughs> I, I don't know about PMS, but I do know someone who has told me that they're really, like, it practically goes away. Mm-hmm. The the pain reduces by ninety percent for them personally. But doesn't she just use it topically? No. Oh, she takes it internally. Yes. Okay. Like just an edible. Not not vaginally. Yeah, as it orally. takes edible <laughs> high CBD stuff we and have to clarify that at this point. Takes a bunch of phytocannabinoids and bam da da bing, it's like a normal day. That is awesome. That's just from what I heard. I just want to step on any I've, toes. I've had experience and luck with that. Yeah, but, okay. Um, so, yeah, we know about that. And we'll talk about this company a little bit later. But there's a company called Foria, and they make a suppository that you can use preventatively. Like, when you feel your time of the month coming on, mm-hmm. you can do that, and it lasts a lot longer, supposedly. I'm oh. sure there's other companies that do it. I'm sure they're not the only. It's just the one that I know of. All right, moving along. You want to take a break? Moving along to a break. (laughs) (laughs) So, as you all know, we are cannabinoids, and that means we absolutely love bringing the cannabis industry to your ears and all of the details that come with that. But we also love your partnership and support. A lot of work goes into creating each episode and keeping it free for everybody. You can support Cannabinerds continuing to do that by becoming a Patreon. Becoming a Patreon for Cannabinerds comes with several perks like ad-free episodes, bonus episodes, and even some sweet Cannabinerds t-shirts and hats. To become a Patreon, head over to CannabinerdsPodcast.com. Click on the Patreon button. It's that easy. It's been amazing being a part of Cannabinerds, so we invite you to join us so you can be a Cannabinerd too. Welcome back, everybody. I dropped my stylus. I don't know how I'm going to look at my notes. I'll have to smudge my phone with my finger. All right. What do you have? Rachel. The other thing that I saw, I think they put exercise in there. And I just thought it was worth a mention, even though we've talked about it. Exercise and obviously is great. men and women exercise uh-huh. and can be benefited. But they said that it kind of, it helps with the focus of mm-hmm. an exercise. So if you take it before a workout, it kind of is like an eye of the tiger thing where it just kind of gets you into that mode where you're going <laughs> to just focus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> work out. Keep talking. And then... Okay, sorry. Uh, (laughs) Afterwards, Mm -hmm. it's also, you know, both THC and CBD are for sure anti-inflammatory by nature. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of obvious that that's going to help with recovery. and recovery and all that kind of stuff. The soreness that can come. Lactic acid, possibly, having something to do with that. Yeah. Awesome. And then the other thing they had talked about was some things... What I thought was interesting, you brought it up too with the hormones, was... They brought it up, but I was it was hard for me to find out the reasons why. But different disorders or whatever, like people who get, I think it's called polycystic something that women can get, where they have multiple cysts in certain areas, and it's because of hormone imbalance. And they were saying that mm. it can help, but I I couldn't find why it helped. And I think what you were saying. About With the hormones. How, yes, yeah. it kind of gave clarity as to why, but it makes me think that. You know, in 
women who have these disorders that are caused from imbalances of hormones mm-hmm. that could be, and they even said it could prevent. And in some cases they even said, get rid of or cure these disorders. So that's kind of cool. Just balancing it out. Absolutely. You know, we could go into that a little bit more. There's a whole bunch of stuff I found about how specific cannabinoids help with certain hormones and the production and all that kind of stuff. But I want to move that into the back burner. Yeah. And I want to talk about the juicy stuff. The juicy juice. Let's get juicy. Mm -hmm. All right. So. Take me away. I'm going to kind of summarize some of the things that were found to be helped and improved by different cannabinoids. Okay. And then we can maybe talk about them Yeah. in a bit. But to start, th- there were just been a lot of reports over this. I mean, if you look it up, you can find ample things about sex and cannabis and the different ways that it can help. Mm-hmm. And so it, it can help in a lot of different areas. It's been reported to help uh, improving desire. Um, relieving pain, decreasing anxiety, focus, enhances foreplay, enhances sensation. So, I mean, there's a huge list of things. Maybe a mental thing, a scientific thing. A mental or scientific? Physiology, like like physiological? What was the first one you said? That one stuck out to me. Improving desire. Improving desire. Isn't that a subjective then? Mm, Wouldn't that be, that's my question. Would that be subjective as opposed to a scientific thing? Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think all of the cannabinoids are per person, you know, but in general, people have found an improvement in desire. Hold on. I've got more information on that, but I was going to come back to that. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. They were saying that, well, I'll go back to the survey that was done, which I just, I think there's many surveys like this, but... I didn't find the exact numbers from it, but they said the majority of people who smoked cannabis said that it enhanced their sexual experience. There was a very minority percentage said that it killed their libido. So that's definitely a possibility, Mm -hmm. you know, like we were talking about, I mean, it can, it differs person to person. And then some said that it depended on the strain dosage and their mood, you know, which I, that makes sense to me, Mm -hmm. but so that what it's saying though is the majority of people uh-huh. who use it oh, pre-sex. I could, I could totally see that. Yeah. Ooh, and another thing There's that a lot of depending factors in that though, which you went over, but go for it. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the big things is that it can increase <clears throat> sensitivity. Uh-huh. Which can help deliver more powerful orgasms and cut down on anxiety, which this is both male and female. I think anxiety can be definitely a factor in causing sexual experiences to be a letdown, whether like they were saying that ED erectile dysfunction, a huge part of that is anxiety. So if you can eliminate or cut down that anxiety, that can actually help people who have ED to be able to perform. Hmm. And there's also, you know, in females, I think, well, I guess all of us, it's hard in this world to calm down and get hard. out of our heads. It is so hard. <laughs> Wait, what kind of hard? <laughs> Just so hard to get out of your head. Yes. And I do think that's a very common thing. I think this world is always throwing stuff at us and our minds are going a mile a minute. And so to, well, yeah, you're talking about, 
I got to do this. I got to do that. Mm -hmm. There's an A plus B equals C. It's got to be nice and perfect and uh, fairy tale. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, performance into it. When it shouldn't necessarily be performance, but. Yeah. And even not, not anxiety about sex, just anxiety in general. I mean, just the anxious mind that most of us have, you know, from stimulation and all this stuff as far as screens and all this I just know. Say, too many screens yes what was judah doing oh right before we came in here yeah we had wild Kratz on yeah a uh, great show and he had his kindle on with, his lap on his lap and he was watching the same episode of wild Kratz. he was, <laughs> was, oh, was he's looking the between the two it was ridiculous <laughs> i was like no not, like a not second off or something yeah Ooh. so i think to me, the big thing is just being able to eliminate anxiety and distractions. Uh-huh. That's going to play a huge part. I mean, being mindful and being in your body uh-huh. will, to me, increase sensation. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, I think that's a huge part of when they're talking about improving sensation and all of that. I think a lot of that is because you're not having all these things distracting you. You're able to concentrate a bit more, focus a bit more. So you have to do your part and cannabis helps the way for the other part. That's kind of true. Generally speaking, if you're talking medically anyway, um, especially with CBD tinctures, all these kind of things, you have to have a healthy lifestyle. You can't take CBD and expect everything just to work. And, yeah. you know, I believe people, most people would know that it's not a cure all drug or supplement at all. You have to. You can't eat McDonald's seven days a week and take CBD and expect it to work. Mm -hmm. It's not going. You have to do your part, and then CBD helps the rest. Cannabis helps the rest of the way to get you balanced. It sounds like that's what you're saying towards sex. So, Mm -hmm. yes, there's things like screens and the distraction, and we have high anxiety with pressures we put on ourselves in society, and that can transfer over to the bedroom. In certain ways. Mm -hmm. So we have to do our part and understand, realizing what's causing me stress. What can I do to alleviate some of this? Can I change anything in my life? And yes, cannabis does help Mm -hmm. alleviate stress. What can I do to be more in the moment? And yes, cannabis is a tool that can help with that. However, it's not just going to take all the distractions away. You need to be mindful and you need to be concentrating on how you can be present in the moment. I mean, I think that's just that's a, so hard for me. I, it's difficult for me yeah, to do that. Absolutely. I'm always thinking of, you know, me, mm-hmm. I'm very futuristic. I'm yes. like, all right, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? I think I have like five hours out of the week where I'm just, okay, it's all good. Yeah. Usually after I get all the production done on a podcast and it's all like all this stuff scheduled and all the stuff's written and pictures and all that. Then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I have about five hours and I'm like, what am I going to do next time? I know exactly. You, then it starts all over again for the only, next six days. You anyway, can only enjoy it for so long. So I have to work on that. That's my fault. But yeah, anyway, but I, think, um, yeah. I just think as far as. For women, so we talked about erectile dysfunction for men, and I think for women, we can face similar problems to that, but I think, you know, as we've, I think most humans know that women's orgasms are a little bit more, um, what's the word? Complex, maybe? (laughs) Getting, what were you going to say, intense? Intense. I don't know, I mean... How how would we know that? Yeah, exactly. How could you even know that? How would one, how would one know that? (laughs) Yes. However... 
that's one thing that, you know, it's like everything can be going well. And then one fleeting thought can come and it's almost like ground zero, you know, you just kind of, Oh, I got to start all over kind of a thing. So I think that's one thing, just the focus aspect and the calming aspect. Of it helps you, brings you into the center. Mm-hmm. You're in the moment. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think about all these extra things. Yeah. And there's a lot of styluses. There's, you know, there's smudges on your phone. CBD. Oh my gosh. That's, <laughs> that's something that stresses you out. Yeah. It does not stress me out. Yeah, right. My phone is one big smudge. So, yep. however, I will say there are other things that can affect and be helped by different cannabinoids. I know CBD in particular, they have pre-loops, which one that we have used and really liked is called Foria. Mm-hmm. And that's something that women can apply about 30 minutes before. And it really is supposed to just bring you into your body, bring you into, I don't know, just feeling sensations. And another big thing it's supposed to help with is people who have painful sex or have pain during penetration or Uh penetrative sex. And so that's been miraculous for these people who have. So would it be like experience? What would it be like if uh, I had something, if I play golf and I had a tennis elbow or something, if I play tennis and I had a tennis elbow. So I apply a CBD topical and that's a very localized area and then it feels better. Mm, Yeah. Is it, would you relate it to something like that before you, where you, uh, the, suppository well this the pre-lube that you put on is that something like that so the pre-lube is not the suppository those are different the suppository i think is more for period cramps but the pre-lube is a spray that you put on and so complicated i know well i don't know how suppositories toys are definitely different however we're gonna get back on topic okay (laughs) and one thing i thought that was interesting was they were saying you know there is such a thing as cotton vagina, which I thought was funny because if you, you know, if you smoke cannabis and you, you get, get cotton, cotton mouth, mouth yeah. and it actually, it's a real thing that it, it can translate. Yeah. And so that one of the things they were saying was make sure you've got, ew. I'm just thinking. <laughs> Good thing you don't have a vagina too. Ooh, don't think. Yeah. So they were just saying, make sure you have lube readily available yeah absolutely which is always a good rule so mm-hmm. with or without cannabis mm-hmm. right by the bit so yeah i think i think personally my sex life has been enhanced mm-hmm. by it it doesn't yeah. it's not like i have to have it but it's i definitely have seen those benefits mm-hmm. and i will continue to see those benefits hopefully you guys can too yeah it's let us getting yourself right first in the area of sex i guess you can do everything you can to get the stress out get things that shouldn't be in that area out of that area Mm -hmm. and then the cannabis helps to bring it further absolutely so yeah it was fun talking sex with you guys, and it'll probably happen again since we love it so much. Yeah, that was great. Well, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Rachel does too. I do. In her own I appreciate it so way. much. Yeah. In my own little way. Yeah. Or, I appreciate it in a big way. How okay. about that? <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, if you want to find more, you can head on over to cannabinerdspodcast.com. You can leave a comment, let us know your thoughts. Uh, actually, you could go to iTunes, write a review in the podcast. That really helps us out. 
Let us know what you think of the show. Give us a rating. That really, we really appreciate that. And we also have things like Patreon. Yeah. Uh, we just started that up, so we're super excited about that. Uh, if you want to help us continue the show for free and everything like that, we really enjoy it. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is a labor of love. So if you want to come and support us. You, and You labor a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, if you wanted to help us out, uh, partner with us, that would be fantastic as well. Get a lot of cool perks over there. Yeah. So Patreon forward patreon.com forward slash cannabinerds. And also, you can always find us at cannabinerds on all social media platforms. So, yeah. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you guys. So let us know. Thank you very much. Have a great week. Thank you for listening. Yeah,